So today we are really excited because we have a really special guest and we're very excited to announce who she is. She's looking at us. She's looking gorge and blue. <laughs> and um, first off, like, we're just obsessed with you. We fell in love with you on the show, uh, 20-somethings Austin. And yeah, which was like such a crazy show. Um, it's on Netflix. If you guys haven't seen it, you definitely should. It's about 20-somethings. In Austin, it's in the title. They're, they talk about love, life, all of that. And now, 20 somethings was a success. And now you have your podcast, Hopeful and Horny, with your co host from the show, Kiki, who we love as well. And yeah, so um, Natalie Cabo, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Carol and Avery, for having me. I'm so excited. You girls, like, I just met you, but you just look so fun. I'm, I'm really excited, so. Yeah, we're, um, I don't know if you ever, like, if you, did you get a chance to, like, look at anything that we've done? Because. I, I've seen, honestly, but, like, I love the vibe. It's, like, if I had a podcast with one of my best friends, I feel like it'd be just like that. Because Kiki and I, we have a different vibe, but you guys have, like, a. You know, it's like there's a lot of humor and stuff like that, which is always nice. Yeah. So. Uh, I think your guys' podcast is hilarious. You know, I crack up all the time listening to your podcast. Yeah. It's, so, it's I, so fun. What I love about Kiki is that we always push each other to be so real. Yeah. Which, because, you know, sometimes, and like, when you're trying to be funny, like, you don't have to be as real. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with us, we're like, let's just, we're going to do both. That's why it's hopeful and horny, so... I love it. It's like a mix of everything. So I love it. It's it's super real. And yeah, you'll find I I we were literally joking because like in the last podcast, I was like, I'm more honest here than I am in therapy. So <laughs> why? I love that. Wait, that is actually so true. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so guys, we're going to hop into it and we're going to start off with what we usually do, which is our demon trash moments. You like that? Oh, wow. You guys are singers. <laughs> love that. Shook. Shook. Um, all right. I'll start off with my demon trash moment. Um, you guys know it's... I, I discovered, like, this really toxic trait about myself recently. Oh, it's bad. I, I think I went through, like, a little depressy episode for some reason, and I was watching a lot of um, kind of, like, sad love shit. Like mm. a like marriage. What is it called? Marriage story. A story. Yeah. Scenes from a marriage. That's what it is. Stuff like that. And I realized I was like, okay, so Natalie, you don't know this about me, but I have been in a relationship for next month will be nine years. Wow. So like all of oh my, my all of my twenties, because I turn twenty nine wow. next month as well. Okay. <laughs> what? Don't laugh, bitch. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I just turned 27, and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, my God, I feel that. I Wait, feel Natalie, that. how old are you? I'm 26, but, like, I same. Ugh, like, same. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So, anyway, I realized this, like, really toxic trait about myself that I'm like, okay, I've been in, and I love my boyfriend. Like, we're super in love. Like, he's my, he's my guy, all right? I found him just really early. Mm. And I was like, you know, I'm always trying to, like, figure out ways to, like, be a better person. And I was like, you know what would probably kick my ass into shape? Heartbreak. <laughs> like a fucking heartbreak. Oh, my God. I'm dying right now. Wait, but why is that actually so real? I feel like heartbreak really, it changes you. Like, truly. Truly. Like, especially with girls, it's like, they get in a fucking they're breaking up and then you get to eat a bunch of food and be sad and like everybody around you is super <laughs> lovely to you and then what ends up happening is you just kind of have this like revelation and then what happens revenge body you have a metamorphosis <laughs> like wait <laughs> yes you see what i'm saying and i'm like yeah. i shouldn't be having these thoughts because i mean again i love my boyfriend raven if you're listening i love you We're, you're not going anywhere <laughs> But damn, do sometimes I think about, I was like, man, heartbreak could probably really kick my ass into shape. It I probably gives you wonders for me. Maybe. <laughs> you don't think we've like, had enough, like, crises by now that 
you know, a heartbreak crisis <laughs> would be, like, you know, like, I, I feel like we've had a lot of crises in the past few years and we still haven't changed that much. We've changed a little bit. <laughs> But <laughs> I have had my quarter life cry. Well, I've had a couple quarter life crises, but yeah, you're right. I don't know. Heartbreak could really do it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I don't want mm. it to. But I don't I, think you should test that one. I don't out. want to test that one. I, I decided yeah, I not to. <laughs> yeah. But that's my demon trash moment. But am I wrong? Like, I don't think I'm wrong in thinking that. No, I feel like there's such a thing like the pain like drives you to be better. I feel that. Yeah, it was like, why can't I just do that? (laughs) Why do I need? No. Why do I feel like I need that? You know? Mm. (laughs) Mm. Toxic. Not good. It is toxic, but I guess I'm toxic too because like I relate, you know? I'm like, (laughs) why am I not working out and like getting my summer body ready? I'm like, because I'm comfortable and happy. Like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I'm way too comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my demon trash moment. Anyway, toxic. Okay. <laughs> so my demon trash moment is, um, we've, we donate plasma to make a little more money because we're broken and we're in, we're 20s. So we give I, our life force. We, we give our blood, sweat and tears for our art and show. So, uh, mm-hmm. literally. So I was waiting in line at the plasma donation center and it was after we had got done filming. And um, I was just standing in line like normal, you you know, everyone just stands in line. And then this guy, he comes up to me and this is like a 40 year old guy who is like also in line. Not my type at all. He's like, excuse me, ma'am, are you single? And I was like, <laughs> like, I froze in the moment because like, you know, whenever someone asks you when you're single, you're like, and you are single, but it's not someone you're attracted to. You're like, what do I say? Lie, lie, lie. But I, I, yeah. I, was, I was too stunned to speak. So I just told the truth. I was like, yeah, I'm single. And he's like, all right, wait for me after this. I want to talk to you and ask you something. And I was like, no. And he what wasn't the- a daddy? No. We were, we're in the plasma donation. Yeah, line. you're right. It's probably not the best specimen of human. But like, <laughs> even though I'm also in line. But so like, I'm like, Fact remains. so we were in line to like get hooked up. So like the whole time I'm like, oh my God, please. I hope he doesn't sit next to me because we'd be sitting next to each other for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Like that would oh, be so sh- awful. No. But so he like was sat like across from me a like a little bit away. And I was like, avoid eye contact at all costs. But then at the same time in the back of my mind, I was like, is he going to ask me out? Like, he's kind of older than me. Like, Mm. so I'm like, maybe he could be a sugar daddy. Maybe I was like, maybe I could make some sort of arrangement because the past few weeks before that, I was like, maybe I should try and find a sugar daddy or something. Like in the back of my mind, I was like, is this the universe sending me a sign? But I was like, no, no. Right. So once I got hooked up, I was like, I'm not waiting. And like, he wasn't done yet. So I just booked it out of there. And I was like, I'm not going to wait nice. around and find out. This dude definitely sounds like he would have been a splendid daddy. A splendid daddy? Yeah. He wanted to be your daddy for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm getting. And I was like, yeah. I can't do this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Recently, um, literally like yesterday, a woman asked me if she could be my sugar mama. And I'm like, I was low key considering it just to see what happens yeah entertaining it i feel that yeah have you ever wanted that honestly like yes i just don't know like what it takes and i'm just nervous because i'm like it's an unknown field for me yeah we actually spoke to uh, we had a podcast it's called venmo me daddy if you guys listeners you guys should check it out we actually talked to anonymously a sugar baby or uh, and a sex worker and she spilled mm. the tea on it. And it's mm-hmm. it's pretty rough out there, actually. Wow. But, I haven't listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also the thing about, like, which, when she talked about the thing about sugar babies, it sounds like you're more of there to be, like, emotional support. Like, also, mm-hmm. like, sexual, but, like, a lot of emotional support. And I'm just like, I don't think that's, like, therapy. Like, just go get a therapist. <laughs> that's, like, a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I yeah. don't want to, like, deal with men's emotional issues yeah like (laughs) yeah you couldn't pay me enough so So natalie now that you know um how we are trash just seeped trash how about you what's your trash 
Oh my God. I have so much trash. Um, so, okay. So this is the thing with me is like, I am someone that can, it's not that I get obsessed, but I get very attached to people easily. Like if I like someone or have a crush, I have this whole idea of who they are. And then I become very like zoned in, fully zoned in. So (laughs) my trash this week is that I had a crush. We met and it went really well, but he definitely was like putting steps back because I was so forward and so like strong about it. And so um, I, I understood his boundaries and I backed off. But my trash is that I look to see if he looks at my story all the time, like <laughs> literally obsessively, like hour by hour. Did he watch it? Did he see it? And I'm just like, this is so not OK. So, yeah, I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to just be like, whatever. If he watches it, he watches it. If he doesn't, whatever. Is this so. um, is this film festival guy? Oh, my God. God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so embarrassed. But I, I have to I'm going to do the podcast where I update everyone. But yeah. yeah. Yay, we got a sneak peek because we were. I was gonna ask you about it anyways because I was like dying to know. Yeah, I was like, I gotta know what it worked, how it worked out, what happened. Girls, like I have so much to work on and learn. Like I am not ready to be like normal. Like in relationships, I'm like, I get so, I just get so caught up, and I'm like, I want it, I want it so bad. Like when I want something, I'm like, that's it, I want it. Like no, no questions. I am the so same it's, like, way so when hard. it comes to guys. I'm the same way. Yeah like too much probably why i ended up in a nine-year relationship (laughs) (laughs) well i'm like you i've never been in a relationship before so (laughs) oh my god yeah i can't imagine do you want one i do you want one i do i love she doesn't think i do but i do but it's just like i don't put myself out there you know got you and i like no it's hard yeah no and that's why like i really admired you on the show so I was like, Natalie, she's like, she's a trooper. She's a real one. Yeah, should we get she's into brave. it? Yeah. We should get into it then. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, Trashlings. We just wanted to remind you to follow us on all of our social medias. We don't want all you little Trashlings missing out on any of our content. You can find us on Instagram at Demon Trash Podcast, on TikTok at Demon Trash Cast, and on YouTube. Uh, just look up Demon Trash and... Just a reminder, we have two channels. We have our podcast channel where you can watch this podcast. Mm-hmm, for and our then... visual listeners, watchers. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and uh, but if you want to hang out with us some more, uh, we have our second YouTube channel where we watch like our favorite movies and TV shows. And if you want to hang out with us, come join us over there. Yeah. But you can find all of this info at demontrash.com. And it has all of our links there. And don't forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting platform you use. It really helps shows like ours out. Got Demon Trash friends. Very likely if you're listening to us. So tell them about us. And if you like what we do here and want to help us, give us your pennies uh, so we can keep the lights on. Uh, You can do so for as little as 99 cents a month over at Anchor at anchor.fm slash demon trash. Again, that's anchor.fm slash demon trash. Yeah, and also if you have any Demon Trash moments, topic ideas, or weird, funny videos slash TikToks you'd like us to react to, please send them over to us at our email at demontrashpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, again, that's demontrashpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so we want to hear from you guys, and who knows, maybe what you send over will end up on the next show. So thanks, Trashlings. Back to the show. Well, we'll come back to the dating thing, but I think, like... Going talking about the show, twenty somethings. Um, I think I loved it, and it it really it, the whole show got summed up for me. I feel like in um when um the question was asked, do I need to get therapy or do I need to go to do ayahuasca in Peru? <laughs> Valid questions, and I'm so glad that we have you here to help us figure it out. Because I ask myself that all the time. Now, I'm in therapy, but I'm still considering the ayahuasca. I am fucking dead. (laughs) I am dead. Um, I just, like, how did that not go viral? Because that is the most quotable line of the entire series. Like, in my opinion. It was my favorite. That is the most 20-somethings line I've ever heard. 
Like, if you... Iconic. I was like, Iconic. I relate to that so much. And if you don't, you're probably not demon trash. <laughs> you're like, right. the demon trash know what that means. It's yeah. Like, I'm going to be real. I had to Google what it was. I was like, <laughs> what, what? What? Peru. I'm like, huh? And I'm like, Googling. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Do I need to get out of my mind? See, I'm considering heartbreak, but I should probably be just considering ayahuasca or something at this point. Um, right. But yeah, like, no, I love the show because it just felt like a very, like, honest perspective on life in your 20s because like I feel like a lot of shows that you know have a cast of people in their 20s it's mostly about like hookup culture sex and dating and things like that and there's just always like a lot of fucking like needless drama right I felt like this was like a real look of what it's like in your 20s like having roommates and doing fun experiences and trying to figure out who you are and like getting your career started. And I just, I also love the diversity of the show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like even having people with like different levels of dating experience, like. Yeah, that yeah. was huge for me because like whenever like I think of like reality TV shows, it's always like they're always set in like L.A. or New York and it's these beautiful sing- like single people who have like, you know, all their shit together. So it was like really refreshing seeing that on a show like the o- complete opposite on a show where it's like we have virgins we have people who have never dated anyone before people who've just started coming out of their shell in their late Mm. 20s too like i love that they cast it in like a later 20s like 25 because if it was like 21 and 22 year olds i'd be like i don't care children (laughs) you know when you're 22 you don't have no idea what's going on for real (laughs) for real and i i just love that the show really showcased like figure just like we are all 20 year olds trying to figure it the fuck out doesn't matter what you look like what you do you know how many followers you have like we all are messes and we're just trying to figure it out did you feel like that on the show like did you definitely feel like safe in that vulnerability did you feel that way right that's such a good sum up of the show like everything you all said is just like so on point um I think yes because on purpose casting wanted to find people that you know were you know good people with like good hearts and that would mesh together as friends like friendship was the theme of the show Mm -hmm. so I will say there was a lot of like behind the scenes drama and all of that but we definitely geared toward away from that and like focused more on like the real life shit not just like let's throw plates you know what I mean like it's it's very much like let's let's see how like the friendship dynamic works and relationships and all that. But I did feel safe to be myself because again, because of the diversity, like Kiki was a huge factor in me feeling safe, like just him being so authentic and having limited experience like me. Um, Michael too was just like, you know, an average guy who was here trying to make his dream happen. And so I'm just really thankful that it wasn't like Cause when I first saw Roxy come out of the car, yeah. I was like, I am fucked. <laughs> like, I'm like, I am legitimately fucked. These people are going to be fucking models. Like I was like, fuck. And yeah. I just, it was just so good to see that everyone, every, like you said, every type of person was there and you didn't have to be the hottest. You didn't have to be the coolest. You just had to be yourself. And that's why you got on the show. So mm-hmm. I was really thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I... It could definitely... I'm sure it was definitely, like, harder, like, behind the scenes. Like, it's hard living with other people. So with, like, what is it? Three other... No, four other, like, completely strangers. Well, three other complete strangers in a house. Like, I'm sure, like, there was some behind the scenes, like, drama. Like, even if it's just, like, keep the freaking sink clean. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a huge drama. Like, Roxy and I we cleaned always like Roxy would stay up to like 3 a.m. washing dishes and like Abby and Isha were just like no that's not we're not <laughs> and I'm here like sanitizing the countertops like 2 a.m. sweating like <laughs> so it was there was some drama yeah sure. dude keeping the sink clean let me just tell you that'll a hundred percent make or break a roommate relationship <laughs> it will. and if you can survive it like you have roommates and friends for life yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so true. Um I wanna just ask you, what are like some of your favorite moments from the show? I think I think the moment 
when we were me and Avery were watching and the moment we were like we need this bitch on the podcast was the sex toy episode when you, yes. when you guys went to go buy uh, sex oh toys i was like that is just a marker of like being in your 20s is like when you get your like first sex toy or you go to like the sex toy shop with your friends because you're finally being open like about your sexuality and like wanting to be sec- a sexual person you know like that's yes. a big step from like you know being young to being in your 20s it's such a rite of passage especially yeah. for women in their 20s it's like i remember Avery and I and like two other friends we got kind of like super drunk and went to the local sex toy place and it was it was such a vibe and I felt so comfortable doing it I felt very similar to what we had seen on the show yes oh my god that was honestly we always say that's our favorite scene like it just also like it was fun to just see all the different things like I didn't know there were so many creative inventions I was like (laughs) genuinely a little kid in a candy store I was like I want to try that one and that one and that one like it was just so so cool and the best people Kiki and Roxy we were just having so much fun because we Kiki too was like what is all this I'm like they have a mojito flavored dick like what is that's amazing I'm like I want that like (laughs) You know, I've so never cool. tried anything edible, and Loki, I want to, but I'm like, what if it's gross? I don't know. Is it? Have you tried it? I feel like I haven't yet, but when I have a partner, I'm sorry, they better be ready because I'm super into that. Like food and sex and like taste, and I just feel like it's so connected. Mm-hmm. I love it. Are you but a yeah. Taurus? Sorry? Are you a Taurus? No, no, Cancer. A cancer. Oh, okay. I've been super curious. I get very emotional. For yeah. Sure. Okay, fellow water yeah. sign here, Pisces. Nice. <laughs> I love Pisces. All my best friends are Pisces. Yeah. Um. So I know that you wanted to wait. What, what were some of your favorite oh, moments yeah. from the show? Was that it? The sex toy episode? Oh, right, right. Um. So they didn't really show a lot of the scene about the bull riding, but that night. Guys, we got so drunk and like we rode the bull multiple times and we were just, I was obsessed with the bull. Like there was <laughs> something going on. Like, I, like there was chemistry and like Bruce rode it without his shirt on, which was epic. Like that, that was like iconic. Like we were all cheering him on and that was just a great night. Like the bull riding. Cause I've never done that. And I'm just like, this is actually so like if I lived in Austin, I'd be there all the time. Like I just feel like it's like a thrill. You She's know? just a regular riding the bull all the time. Yeah, like, there's I mean, Natalie like- riding the bull again. What, do you watch Euphoria? <laughs> yes, love Euphoria. Were you? Are you gonna like? Were you like Cassie on the bull? <laughs> that was Abby. I was not that hot. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna grab this bull and like dominate it, baby. I, like, I had like bruises on my thighs. Like me and Abby both had bruises all over our legs. That's awesome. so funny. Oh man. I wish they I think they did show a little bit. Um but yeah, no oh, that's yeah. hilarious. You had you felt like a love connection with the bull. Yeah. It was just so fun. Like <laughs> riveting truly. Like I haven't tried it. I feel like I should. I think I might have tried bull riding once and I fell like off like right away. But like that was in like it's high hard. School. It's tough yeah. to hang on to those things. They really like try and toss you around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um All right. So Natalie, you um listening to your podcast and then also on the show, like dating was like one of your big biggest goals while you were on the show. And on the show, you kind of had a lot of bad dating experiences. Like, oh God. And, but like, what I really admired about you and what made me like really fall in love with you is that you immediately just got right back up there. And like, for me, as someone who like I date, like, I'll go on one date like a year and be like, if it, even if it goes well, I'm like, I'm good. She's like, like, dating's canceled. Even if I don't get, like, turned down, but I just don't like the person, like, I'm just like, I'll just wait, you know, a little while before I start dating again. But so my question is, like, what drives you, like, to keep getting back out there? Like, is it because you're just really horny or what is it? (laughs) Okay, definitely the horny plays a factor for sure, uh, for sure. But I think for me, it's like, so I've, I don't know what it is. I just have such bad luck when it comes to men. Like, it's like, and I don't know if maybe psychologically, like, 
I look for men who are emotionally unavailable or something like that. Something's happening in the psyche. I have no idea. Cause my friends are always like, why do you like the creeps? Like, why are you into like these like men who clearly are not uh, like your caliber? And I, I don't know what it is, but I think for me, it's more just like, I can't change who I am. Like, of course, if I have something like a negative character flaw that I need to improve on and grow, I can do that. But me, Natalie, like, if I'm too much, if I'm too bold, if I'm this, then you're not the person for me. Yeah. Like, I can't become someone I'm not. So definitely, I keep telling myself, like, you have to, like, love yourself and you have to be confident because then the guy that's meant for you is going to find you. So I literally have to literally build myself back up every time. It mm. seems like, oh, I, I'm like, oh, I'm good. Whatever, I got rejected. But it actually takes a lot of work to be like, nah, it's okay. Like, it has nothing to do with you. It's about the guy. So I always try to, like, tell myself and try to, like, continue that relationship with myself because at the end of the day, you're your best friend. Like, you have to be there for yourself. Yeah. Because people are going to disappoint you and reject you, so... That's why in the show, like that happened. Like I got ghosted. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" I was like, "I'm over." Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm always just trying to defend myself as much as I can because you have to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's. I think that's a great way to put it. And do you feel like you constantly, you're just constantly having to do that in real time because you do, you do it with such ease, where it feels like you just have this like ingrained confidence where you kind of like brush it off but it's it's kind of refreshing to hear that like it's like no it sucks every time but I do it anyway yeah yeah Yeah. I think that's really like brave and I think like brave and like that's really something because it's like you know you had the other girls on the show who are just so beautiful and like it seems like every single guy liked them like immediately and it's just like you know sometimes when you feel like you're competing with that like and like seeing you getting back up trying again and again or like you know Mm -hmm. I think that's refreshing and I think that's that's really brave and I think like that takes a lot of work and a lot of confidence and I just I think that's amazing yeah you know thank you and I think for me like when it comes to dating I think I've like I started to because I'm like I always keep on psychoanalyzing myself like why is it it's not working out I'm like I think I I was like I realized I was like here's the thing I'm scared of rejection so I end up I end up going for guys who I don't think are going to reject me. And then I end up not liking them because they're not actually my type. They're just guys who I think I'm going to like be who will like me, you know? Yeah. So then I'm not attracted to them. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, at least that's what I think it is. I haven't been dating in a while. Mm. But like what like listening to your podcast and like seeing you, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should get like go out and date. Maybe I should put myself out there more. Natalie can do it. I can do it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Avery, we'll do it together. I'm with you on this journey, I promise. (laughs) And it's so hard. It's so God, it's but everything you said, I'm like, wait, that is so eye-opening. Cause I'm like, that's probably what's happening to me too. Because every time my girlfriends are like, oh, like you're dating someone that you're just so out of their league or like you're just, do you even like them? And like, no offense, but I really have been dating some guys that are just not. <laughs> no, I have, like some of the guys you know? who came on the show, I was like, she can do so much better than him. Who is yeah. this guy? Come on. You're like, you're beautiful. Yeah. You're beautiful. I think yeah. you're gorgeous. So it's just like. I was Thank like, you. Natalie, you can you can find a good dude. Yeah, but like to be but fair, I do the same thing to you. I'm always like, why are you dating this dude? Like you are like so bored by him. <laughs> well, mm. it's just you know, like sometimes you're scared to get your feelings hurt because it sucks being turned down, and it's like right. you kind of like you do a really good job. You know, like it's hard right. to be. It's easier to be turned down by someone you don't really like than to someone yes. who you really like. You know, because yes. then it's like, yeah. oh, that would that feels so much worse. Ladies, it's the law of attraction. It's like whatever <laughs> you're projecting, which is like if you're projecting the low self-confidence, you're going to attract a dude who is just going to continue to perpetuate that. That's so true. And that probably is so, so true. he's so low confidence and going to be weird and gross and make mistakes as well. So it's like you have to think about that as well. So only go for guys who we think were really, really hot now. Right. That and isn't going to be a total creep. Yeah, someone who has a connection yeah, with. Yeah, you got to be careful with those. Yeah, so do true. not go out with any more guys who are just sending you dick pics. 
Oh my god, girl. girls, that's my first dick pic. I got so excited. You know what, to be fair, it is exciting to get it your is first it, dick pic. You're like, ew, hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. He wants oh, me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. We all make that mistake. It's just like, oh, should I send a picture back? And like all your friends are like, no. <laughs> my God, the girl, dude, they even edited it like like the girls freaked out. Like they were like, <laughs> I remember like in the show, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know it was this serious. Like the girls were like, Natalie, no. Yeah. Like, oh shit. But we got to learn our own lessons, though. We got to learn our own lessons. lessons. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny you guys say that because I think that was the reason why it was so hard with like the whole Adam thing because Mm -hmm. I did have a huge fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and it's funny because you know the show doesn't show everything but there was times where Adam was flirting with me you know there was times where Adam was genuinely doing stuff like that so the one time that I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a hot guy who's super nice and is my friend. And then I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so it's even like, even if you go for guys that you do genuinely like, or like have a connection with and you got rejected, it's like, you got to keep going and don't go back down to the guys who are like, eh, I don't really like them, but maybe they won't reject me. Like keep going for what you want, even though like it hurts, man. Yeah. And getting rejected is just like, fuck. Like, it's like, it, it sets you back, but. But knowing your worth is like, I think trumps all that. Even though it hurts. Yeah. Like, at least I know my yes. worth. At least I know, yes. like, this wasn't good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even exactly. if it doesn't work And in out, hindsight, I'm like, thank God. Never would have worked out. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. love Adam. He's a, he's a total friend. But I'm like, that would have never worked out. But yeah. Yeah. And also, I feel like, you know. Again, I love my boyfriend, but there is, like, also that part, like, you know, when you're a girl in your 20s, there's so much out there that, like, perpetuates, like, date, have the experience, and, like, you know, like, that should be exciting for you guys, like, to have that experience to explore different relationships and to just have fun, because, like, I think overall it just sets you up for success in the future when you are ready to find, like, you know, Mr. Right or whoever exactly yeah we just got to do the first steps of dating Mm -hmm. like we said we got to be hoes first come on avery we got to be hoes (laughs) i know i think i need a hoe phase i need to go into a hoe era please i have been begging for a hoe phase from you for so long like please i need to live vicariously through you my problem is like it's hard for me to like not think later like i like because you guys were talking about it's like i don't know how to be a hoe because like I get caught up in feeling so fast too. Yeah. Like when yeah. I think about like being with someone, it's like, what's the future going to look like? Do you know what I mean? Already? Like I can't like, I don't know. She is very practical. I think it's my, mm-hmm. like, it's my Capricorn moon. Like I'm like thinking like, what's the business, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm getting down to business already. Yeah. Have some mm. fun. Lighten up. It's hard, dude. <laughs> It is hard, but I feel you. Yeah. I'm working on it too. So I got this new app. Oh my God. Wait, Avery, are you Latina? No, I'm Filipino. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm Asian. There's this Latina. new app for I'm like part Latina. Latina. Latinos. Oh, you are? Yeah. Carol? Yes. I would offer it to you if you have a boyfriend. But there's this new dating app that's like um, for Latinos and it's all Latinos just dating. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait. I'm like, maybe this is the answer <laughs> would you want a filipino boy um mm, yeah. <laughs> i don't dead, know i don't really dead. it just depends like i'm a person like i like personality mm. like yeah. there is definitely like a, a a look that i'm attracted to yeah. like a type that i'm attracted to but like that like shifts like all the time if like i really like someone's personality True. same are you the same are you like personality driven or or you just see a dude and you're like, fuck yes. I am. It's so weird. It like depends on like my mood. <laughs> but yeah, it depends on what mood I'm in. But I am very attracted to talent. Like that's why I always go for like, oh, the guy, the artsy guys, man. I feel like, you. If you have talent. Oh my God. My panties will drop like instantly. 
I always find that the artsy dudes, though, like, when I was in high school and college, like, the artsy dudes, though, they will fucking play so many games with you. They think it's, like, they're, like, they think it's fucking, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm not your art project. I'm not your future film. This isn't Degrassi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, literally. Yeah. But it's nice to, like, I love, I love, like, people with passion. That is very attractive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel that. Exactly. Um, I wanted, I, I noticed that you had spoken in your uh, episode four of Horny and Hopeful. Um, oh, Hopeful and Horny. Am I mixing it up? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Hopeful. It's Hopeful, hopeful and Horny. And horny. Um, we're Hopeful first and then we're Horny. <laughs> and then, yes. But you were talking about social media and... Um, I remember you talked about how you made that that po- the portraits and all of that, but you made a a post about sexual ex- experience and like challenging this point of view that women can't be multifaceted beings. Yeah, and I was wondering if you could just like elaborate more on that and kind of talk more on that because I do think that's really really important. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. I. It's honestly something I'm really passionate about because it's, I feel like in society, women are put into boxes. Like either you're like a slut or you're the good girl or, you know, you're very sexually experienced. So you're more sensual or you're not experienced. So you're more of like a moderate conservative type. Yeah. But it's just like, it's also a psychological thing. I've heard of like, I think it's like the Madonna effect or something like men label women as like it actually happens men genuinely do this it's like okay you're like the hot madonna or like you're like the innocent pure virgin and so i've been getting a lot of comments of like you know on the show i'm being portrayed as someone who has no sexual experience like very limited which is true and i'm portrayed as someone very not sensual because that's the perception that was filmed of me on the show but coming to terms with my sexuality, I've explored my expression so much. Like, I was so scared to show cleavage, like, ever. <laughs> like, it was like, Natalie, do not, like, wh- what are you? Like, you know, and just coming on the show and, like, publicizing, like, my inner sexual being, like, basically, like, that's what I did, has been so liberating that now I'm just... I just really want to like express myself. Like Mm -hmm. I'm such a sensual person now. And it's annoying because if you start posting like sensual photos, it's like, there's so many like opinions and perceptions of you. It's like, oh my God, like you're this. And honestly, it's just, it's just so tolling because first of all, like experience, who cares? If a woman is a slut, that's amazing. That's like, honestly, the fucking goal. Like, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like, Having sex is something to be celebrated because female sexuality and pleasure has been so hindered so much throughout all these years. And so for a woman to be able to claim that and be satisfied in that department is a celebration. And so, yeah, I've been get, I've been losing so many followers. It's like so crazy to me because I guess people are like, oh, like I can relate to her. She's very, you know, conservative and has no experience, but I don't even know. I think it's honestly a lot of like, it could be, I don't even know. I think it's people in general. I don't know if it's a gender thing or anything, but whenever I post anything remotely spicy, like I'm talking like, I'm like just showing my shoulders. I get like hundreds of followers losing. And I'm like, how? Like, it's just my shoulders. It's not anything serious. So yeah, it's, it's something I'm very vocal about because there should be no limitation onto who you are and what you want to express. Yeah. Like, you know, I agree. Yeah. Like, I agree because it's, I think like just because say someone's a virgin or like they don't have a lot of sexual experience, it doesn't mean that they don't like sex or want to have sex or are yes. a sexual person. And like, yes. I don't know if you're on like TikTok, but like we're like I'm big on like I like book talk and it's like all these girls who are just talking about like having sex all the time or all these like fantasy ser- like scenarios they're just talking about sex and wanting to have sex with hot dudes like and they're yeah. all virgins and it's just like just because yeah. you're a virgin doesn't mean you're not sexual or like you can't express your sexuality totally you know like exactly. me i love like wearing like 
like fashion forward like i want to wear a clear mesh top and show like my tits are like a cute bra underneath, yes. you know, like I'm a virgin, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, right. Right. I'm going to, exactly. I want to express myself the way I am just because you like, just because you're not like super experienced doesn't mean like you have to wear like a white dress and like, can't be, or a turtleneck. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> you know, like it doesn't mean you have to cover up and be like, no, I'm pure. Like, yeah. no, I'm not. Exactly. You should see the shit I read. I'm disgusting. Like, you know, she's yes. not well. She is not well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, yeah, totally. I think, you know, I think it, there's a lot of pressure on women, of course, cause sexism, but I think guys experience, like, I think there's just been this like cultural, pressure that sexual experience does gauge like your level of sexuality and what you express I think guys experience it too but you know they get away with it because they're men and they don't have like these pressures of you know whatever gender they are so yeah I definitely feel that I feel and also it's just like you know if a person there's also a pressure of like I also find that like there is sometimes it's like oh well you know like you're not sexual enough like or whatever the case may be and it's like just let people just be exactly (laughs) like let just people express what they want to express like some people feel more comfortable expressing that and some others don't you know absolutely so yeah I think that's really cool and I I I love seeing that and it was something that I definitely saw on the show that I loved because, you know, I think that, I mean, having, like, I'm in a relationship, but I do think that, like, hookup culture is kind of scary. Like, you know, I think about her. She's my cousin. She's one of my best friends. I love her. And I, you know, obviously I get, like, really protective, like, when she does try to date. And it's all these, like, gross dudes just, like, trying to, like, hook up. And which is fine it's like if that's what you want to do but it's like it does make her uncomfortable like she's just trying to date like why do you want to like netflix and chill i haven't even met you like right and but that's what i loved about the show was that it showed these differing levels of dating sex relationships i mean i also think that it's really i think it's important that you know there was like two virgins on the show like i think that that's important because there is such a pressure like on young people like i hope that young people watching that didn't feel like oh i need to lose my virginity before college like or whatever like right, they felt like they right. needed to sacrifice a part of themselves to do that you know what i mean that so i so love seeing that because there are i i was even like growing up throughout my 20s i was like there's no way people are vir- people lose that shit in college or early on and I have met so many virgins in their 20s, and we need to just normalize it. It's completely fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. we went on a podcast one time, and, like, the oh first thing they asked me, it's like, oh, you're a unicorn. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? It's because yeah. I was a virgin. I was like, this is what? so awkward. It was so disrespectful. Because it was, like, two dudes, and it was just like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. But it's like, that's not really what I want wanted to talk about right you know yeah even as a virgin i'm surprised when i come across virgins like i dated a guy who was also a virgin i was like and he was 27 at the time so i was like wow he's really old and a virgin and now i'm 27 now so i'm like yeah i'm a terrible person for judging him i guess it happens well it's just like there is that pressure that societal pressure yeah yeah honestly like i lost my I, i had sex for the first time like late 20s and it was pressure I was like I that it's horrible because the whole relationship was horrible I'm writing an article about it you guys can read it when it comes out but it just um I was like oh my god like I'm turning 25 and I don't want to be 25 and a virgin and then I lost and then I look back and I'm like why did I do that like I would have just much rather just let it be like it's it's the pressure really gets to people and it's like why like it's your life you know your own timing yeah so I completely agree with that I think it's just like this pressure to like to be defined by your sexual experience and like that just need let's cut the shit like I it's who cares who gives a fuck (laughs) like who gives a fuck right and also it's this thing of like it's annoying when like men kind of like it you know what I mean when it's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, she's a virgin. And like, you're like the shiny new, like, that's the shit that bothered me too. I was like, no, like, 
just because I'm, uh, it's so annoying. It's like, they look at you in a certain way. Like, damn, if I conquered a virgin, I'm like, I'm the shit, man. Like, it's like, it's there's also disgusting. That, truly. There's also that side. And then the other side of like, oh, she's a virgin. No, thank you. That's I so can't, true. I can't be responsible. I've heard both. I can't be responsible for that. It's like, bitch, you're not responsible for shit. I'm responsible for it. Yes. It's my choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You'd be it's lucky. My favorite you is would like, be lucky if I chose you. <laughs> yes. And like men automatically assume you're gonna get attached. And it's like Oh my God. No. Unless I tell you <laughs> or like you know what I mean? Like, why are you assuming that? Like ugh. Men think way too highly of themselves. <laughs> Me searching for their audacity, like I don't get <laughs> I it. I know, same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sex relationships, we got it off the table. Let's uh, I want to talk you're still in Florida, right? Yeah, I'm in Miami. So what's the deal? Are you going to come back yeah. to Austin or what are you feeling? This is so sad. I hate talking about it. But um Oh, I'm sorry. We no, don't no. have to talk about it. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um so basically the show showed Kiki and I moving in together. Um but they didn't show like behind the scenes how fucking hard it is Girl, to actually we like, know we know we, no live, we live here <laughs> yeah it's like not and especially for someone who just did that jump and change is happening so quick yeah and like I just realized what the fuck it means to actually be independent and like be an adult and move out so we weren't approved for apartments because we both were unemployed doing the show yeah. yeah we didn't have enough savings to prove our income for rent the show had just ended. We were living in an Airbnb that we were barely paying. And so we decided to come back to our hometowns and save money. And um, when we got back here, um, I came, I, it was a lot. It was really hard trying to adjust back to like living my dream, being independent and then coming back home. Right. Um, yeah. And so I'm still working on like saving money. I still need to move out. Um, but now I took this pressure off of myself because it was really affecting my mental health of yeah. like, I need to figure it all out. I need money. I need to be an adult. I need to do this when like, I didn't have the resources or like mentally prepared myself to actually make that step in a way that was responsible. Yeah. So I'm still here. I, I'm now thinking, I don't know if I want to move to Austin yeah. just because of like, I'm such a city girl like I am like I'm thinking of maybe New York or LA and mm -hmm. I want to get into entertainment and acting so there's a lot more opportunity in like other cities but Kiki is moving to Austin and I'm telling him I'm like I am going to crash on your couch for a whole month like yeah. I am ready can you come I'm coming and I'm visiting but yeah we've decided to like do our own thing and it's going to be long distance relationship but we have the podcast and yeah. we're staying strong and I love Austin I really like everything about Austin was just so great except the dating I'm sorry everyone in Austin doesn't want to commit yeah. or like they're just here to party like I just have such a bad taste about the dating scene in Austin yeah. a little bitter yeah. it's all like tech boys and like I don't even I don't even like go on dating apps right yeah. now but you what no. you should do this is like kind of crazy you should um are you into astro astrology at all I'm starting to get into it like I was never and now I'm like okay there's this thing called astro cartography and it oh, does yeah. so it takes your like birth chart and it puts it on a world map essentially and it tells you the best places for you to like live like where it's like good for you to grow your career where like if you want to like no. go write a book this is the best place listen to this, this wait is what's it called I'm gonna write it down. Look it up. It's called Astro Cartography, and I think um, there's like Astrology Cafe does it. But this is the craziest thing. She told me about this, and I did it. And both of us, we had lines like it basically goes off these like ley lines, basically that align with your chart. And both of ours went through the city of Austin. Yeah, or we're really like, close to Austin. Yeah, like Stop. for like growing oh, your career God. and like popping off basically and it was like 
this is crazy yeah oh my so, god i love that if you're into like astrology and stuff like that like us like i would i would just look at that maybe see like if it was like one's closer to new york la that might be a better place for you to go you know it's just that's like a, so true thank you yeah it's like oh a gosh. fun <laughs> little thing and like each thing like rep each line like or like node represents like a different aspect of your life so it was really interesting it's just a fun thing you know like especially when you're young like for me like what leads you to a city or like where you want to move like it it it, like can be like whatever reason you know for me i wanted to come here to go college or like you know like and i ended up just staying here so yeah um you know you're young and you're just you know go start over a hundred times (laughs) yeah Yes, I love being spontaneous and just like doing things like when I'm young because then shit starts getting real and you can't be as flexible. Yeah, and I feel like, but for you, like, you know, like you kind of lived at home for a while and then you had that first experience. It's like, that's the time to like do that, like to experience like and figure out like, oh, where do I want to be on my own? Where do I want to be independent? Um, Yes. What was it? You talked a little bit about it, but like, what was the adjustment like from, you know, being on 20 somethings and then coming back to real life? Did you feel like there was that pressure to just have it all together once the show was over because you were on the show? Oh my God. Yes. Oh, wow. Like no one talks about it, but mental health after doing a show like that is like, has to be your priority because you're on such a high, like you are living like this dream, like this attention is on you. You feel like you can conquer the world and then you come back to reality, which is why they give us like psychologists after. Like whenever you do reality TV, there's always an access to psychologists. Do they? That's really good. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Because you live in a bubble and then reality hits you again and it's like, oh my God, like the change. It's really hard for people to accept change so quick. So thank God for like Roxy, Isha and Kiki because we all... We were like this because we all were going through it. We didn't know what we were doing. Like people think like after reality TV, you're rich and famous. That's like not the truth at all. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not rich at all. Yeah. Now you just have this giant spotlight on you, (laughs) you know, and scrutiny and you're just like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. What do I do with this? Like, yeah, it's just like followers doesn't equal dollar signs. Not that much anymore. So. Right. Exactly. Greater opportunity, but it doesn't mean money. Um, yeah, like, I'm just curious, because I feel like, you know, on our show, we talk a lot about sort of like, we call it the timeline of like, of your 20s. And Roxy mentioned it in your in your last uh, latest episode of, you know, she was looking for marriage, she wanted that timeline that kind of gets like ingrained in us for some reason. And it's like, so, you know, what was like your kind of thought process of coming back to your parents' house and like sort of like getting through that? Because I think that that is, you know, it's emotional. It's a lot. It's heavy. But it's like more people need to be talking about this because yeah, I find that this and this is why we made this podcast, because there's so many like media outlets that talk about your 20s just purely from the dating sex, like fun perspective. But we're not talking about the real yeah. sort of basically becoming like coming from being a kid to being adult and it's like navigating that I feel like more people need to talk about it because it is so important it is so heavy and kind of like this crazy process yeah yeah I think I think the first step for me was like giving myself grace of like you know I am almost 27 I turned 27 this summer and I'm still at home I still don't have a full-time job. I still don't have everything figured out, but at the end of the day, that's okay. You know, it's okay to like need help. It's okay to need help, especially when, especially when you don't have everything figured out. You, I was working like as a tax accountant, administrative assistant, like making good money, but I was so sad. I was so sad. I, my soul was just, wasn't fulfilled. And I think it came like coming to the show made me realize that I just, I want to truly find what makes me fulfilled. Like, I just want a job that I don't have to, like, just focus on making money and just feel unsatisfied. And so 
I'm giving myself grace and being like, yes, I'm still at home. Yes, this is not the environment I want to be in at all at this stage in my life. But I know that timing is going to be okay because everything happens for a reason. Like my path is already set. I just need to like be patient and continue working on doing what I want to do. So um, that's where I'm at right now. Cause I thought, okay, I'm going to be back for like a month or yeah, two. Yeah. Then I'm going to move and be fine. But that didn't happen. Yeah. And you know, things happen like family happens. Like I had something really horrible happen in my family that made me stay even longer because I had to help, you know, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So life throws things at you and you just have to like adjust and adapt. Yeah. So that's what I'm learning. Do you feel like, it's okay. yeah. Sorry. Like, do you still feel like, do you still feel that pressure though to accomplish it in the next three years before you turn 30? Or are you like, are you over that now? So I'm not over it, yeah, but I'm yeah. more like, I'm more balanced with it. Before yeah. I'm like, if I'm not out in a month, you're a fail. Like, I'm like, yeah. I failed. I'm like, no, 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 Natalie, calm down. So I do, I do think right now my next goal is after summer to be in a different city mm-hmm. so that's my next goal and if that can be achieved that'd be amazing I just I'm actually talking to a friend now that is in the same situation as me she's living in, at home and she wants to move out she's never been out kind of like me and like let's do it together we can be roommates like let's figure it out um so we'll see I know Kiki's doing great he's moving to Austin soon he has his full-time job with TikTok Oh, he's so. working for TikTok? Oh, my God. Yeah. For him. That's so cool. Yeah. We should try and meet up with Kiki. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him. I'll tell, I'll tell him to go on your podcast. We usually do that. Like, we do podcasts. And I'm like, go on. They're awesome. So, Oh, um, yay. Yeah, we'd love, love that. Long. We would love that. Yeah, so it sounds like you want to do, like, pursue, like, a creative career. Like, I know on your yeah. podcast you mentioned writing. Are you leaning more towards, like, writing or more, like, acting? You know, I'm doing both gotcha. yeah I'm doing both I love for sure that. and I I love that I wish that they had shown like were you like did you talk about that on the show or is this just something you've realized recently because we didn't get to see that side yeah so a lot of us on the show I mean you can even see especially Roxy like there was a lot that wasn't shown about us yeah. I think that they focused a lot on like in-house relationships. That was like their niche in the show, mm-hmm. um, which is why I knew I wanted to pursue something creative, which is why I wanted to work at a coffee shop because, you know, it's a flexible job. It is something that most creatives do, you know, they do bartending or coffee. So, mm-hmm. but a lot of like, a lot of the show, a lot of our individual things that we wanted to do were cut depending on like the edit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that's, I thought my whole thing was like, I don't want to be a tax accountant work. I don't want to do administrative work because I have a business degree. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pursue me happy. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. I also find also it's like sometimes like pursuing a creative career is like so much harder because yeah. there's not really like sometimes there's not really tangible. Like I get a job. I like things that exactly. you can just like ch- click off. Sometimes it's like, I've been working on this script for years and I'm trying to get it made. Yeah. And maybe yeah. one day, like, like way down the line, it does get made, Yeah, you know? Yeah. But like, it's always like kind of later because it's so hard to build up that career. Yeah. And we talk about that a lot here too, because the podcast is sort of just like our, not the, our vlog, but it's just kind of like a diary of our like life experiences and things like that. And like being a creator is really hard it is exceptionally hard and not only do you have to like hone your craft but again it's so hard to like pursue that and like make money and it's you know if you can get through it and accomplish it it's like that is huge it's massive so I have a lot of respect for people who like you who like hustle and just know that like it takes a lot of time it takes yeah. a lot of time and you can't like give up on it you can't you know what up. i mean and that's exactly. the hardest part because you're like trying to put this on a timeline it's like there's no timeline to be fit here you just got to keep going for it yeah and stop worrying yeah. about it's just keep pursuing it it's yeah. that, well that's what i tell myself you know because it's <laughs> to just get like, through the night to get through it because yeah. like otherwise it's like well you know my all my friends are married they're having kids like right. they have jobs yes. they have retirements i'm pinching pennies like trying to like like figure out where my next meal is gonna be sometimes you know 
literally yep you guys gave me an idea i'm like should i sell plasma now like i'm like that's i'm like maybe yeah yeah when like, i'm pinching pennies you know i am out we're we're out here we're working and we put our blood sweat and tears into this and that's kind of just like what you have to do yeah depending on what you want right. to do so yeah we have a friend who like he like really studies like directors and what they did and he's like yeah this person like they worked at whole foods there until they can make their movie and it's just like as creative people you have to make like those sacrifices you got to work jobs yeah. that are more flexible like sure they're not like yeah beautiful jobs it's like yeah i drive uber eats to make bank but like or like to make money but it frees up all my time to like you know whatever time i want yeah to exactly work on my projects exactly yeah and that's why i'm really proud that you guys you know did the podcast because i felt like that was a really good move was that just you and kiki were just like let's fucking do it let's just do a podcast i so a lot of fans were like we want more from you guys and so a lot of people were saying like a youtube channel or a podcast and so we decided a podcast because we're remote mm-hmm. and we would just be on the phone all night and like crack up and i'm like wait we could because we felt a lot of pressure we've we've never been like podcast listeners and mm-hmm. yeah. we've never done it so we're like how do we do this and we're just like let's just do it ourselves like our own way like let's just have conversations and maybe people would like it mm-hmm. and it's been doing so well so we're so happy yeah i love it it's like, like it's like going to brunch with your besties yeah no i love i love tuning in i'm like what's natalie up to this week how'd that date go i um, need to know yeah you know or like what is she doing i love it i think it's great and i you know it's a very real honest take on what dating is like for the average person not the instagram model you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, there's yes. a lot of those podcasts yes. out there, and no shame to those, but I feel like this is like I'm listening to real people talk about it. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. So, yeah. I mean, you'd think after my my Netflix cloud that it'd be easier. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, no, you like um you guys had kind of like your set i loved your first episode like i thought it was hilarious <laughs> and like because you guys were so real and then the next episode you guys like i don't know if i should have said that and like I us know, as I know, podcasters, switch. like we experience that all the time because it's like i just said i read minotaur porn like i don't know if i should say this <laughs> but it's like amazing it's like that's real and like if it's funny yeah. to me and if it feels honest to me and i'm having a good time like I'm going to put it out because I know there's someone out there who had the same experience. You yeah. Know? So it's like, so, so it's just like, let it be. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I just had an idea for you, Natalie. You should write um, the scripts for the audio sex stories. The like audio. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, Carol, that's such a good idea. I know. I love this. I 10%. I love this a fee for that you're welcome (laughs) honestly when i was younger i would write like one direction fanfic and like (gasps) i had fan fiction girl yes i had fans wait this is so true i should get back into that oh my god all these people are like turning their fan fictions into books now you know like so movies yeah straight up like I we are such advocates for like fan fiction in that realm because it's just like everybody thinks it's like for the nerdy girls. No, this is so common and it's out here making like huge media like conglomerates like I love it. I'm obsessed. So, yeah, you should do it. You should do like you should write the scripts for audio. That'd be so good. Yes, I love that. Also, like. I'm at the point where, like, if I read a book and it doesn't have smut, like, what's the point? Like, oh my I'm god, like... girl, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. That's the fucking yeah. plot. That is yeah. the plot. There is no other plot. It is what is the course of them? When do we get to the sex scene? That's what I'm <laughs> literally. For. Literally, that's it. So it's not. It's not. I mean. It's not hard to understand women. It really isn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like the you know the question what women want is like is so stupid to me because it's like we could not be more loud about it. Right. <laughs> Maybe That's if you so just listened. <laughs> yeah. We're 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 saying what we want. We write a lot of books about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
amazing. Oh well, my god, amazing. This was so fun and I'm so glad that we met and we were able to make this happen and yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what's next for you and yeah, I'm just like so it's it's awesome that you had this like crazy life-changing experience and from it it was like you I feel like do you feel more focused on your passion and like what you want to do yes that's so cool it it changed my life like just from family to career to like my confidence dating like I'm I'm so grateful like honestly like I'd be someone totally different I wouldn't even be interviewing with you guys but I'd be really different so Mm. I'm really grateful oh yay well again thank you so much for coming and thanks for hanging out with us and um I felt like we were hanging out with a bestie. It was fun. Yeah. Yes. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, she's famous. (laughs) (laughs) She's so famous. Oh my gosh. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Natalie. All right. Take care. Have a good one. Oh, is there anything you wanted to plug? Um, so this week I have an article coming out with this um this company called Girl Connect, and it's a very vulnerable story of mine. So would love the support because I'm like freaking out about it. I'm like, oh my God, why am I telling people about this? But I know it's going to help someone. So definitely give it a read if you guys can. That'd be awesome. And guys, check out uh, their podcast, Hopeful and Horny. It is so funny. I love it so much. And yeah, it's so exciting. And you can listen to it everywhere. I listen to it on Spotify. So yeah. Yes, Hopeful and Horny. All right, guys, that's it for us. Demon Trash Out, Cabo out.